intro here. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> okay, welcome to Six Strings of Tension, uh, a guitar podcast where I talk to guitarists, some lesser known, some more known, uh, about guitar. And the only criteria to get on the show is that I have to be a fan of your music. And today we are most immensely privileged to have the howling demon that is Mr. Cameron Lofstrand, uh, probably most well-known for black math, but also a plethora of other acts that I'm going to just leave to him to talk us through. But so Cameron, thank you very, very much for joining me today on this show. And when was the last time you played guitar and what did you play? Well, uh, actually, you know what? Before that, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> um, I'm very well, thank you, Duncan. It's lovely to speak to you today. And um, thank you for having me here. Fucking, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a privilege. So when, when did you last play guitar, Cameron? Because I know you are not uh, like a guy who plays on the daily, like a lot of guitar players no, are. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm quite slack, actually. Um. The last time I, I messed around was yesterday on a nylon string and I was just playing um, some silly things and not really seriously. And I was playing with my fingers. But the last time I properly played was at a show last weekend. And okay. then I haven't really played since. Okay. Yeah. And then I abused my guitar <laughs> to the point where I punched it um, and I got a bruise on my hand. Are you talking? Was <laughs> <laughs> so okay. A few, a few follow-up questions or comments, if you sure. will. Even, um, I'm very glad that you are playing the nylon string guitar with your fingers, as opposed to. I'm not great at it. Other, <laughs> other body parts <laughs> that one may play a guitar with. So, uh, uh, shout you out, can. shout out for the nylon string. Um, the guitar you punched, I'm assuming, was your guitar at the show and not the nylon. Yeah, string. no, it was the uh, it was the SG. I don't know why I did that. It felt no, that's right, okay. I guess, at the time. That's okay. You know when that you like a... knock on this on the like the side of it where your arm rests just to get like a bit of a sustain or like a, a bit of a gank noise. Just like a like a I, I, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I think I just went overboard probably. That's okay. <laughs> that guitar, having had the privilege of fiddling around on it myself a few times does yeah. seem like it's been punched on more than one occasion a little bit i've also rubbed it on like microphones like i've rubbed it like i'll take a mic and rub it on the strings by the pickups sometimes and on cymbals i probably shouldn't do that because it's a really nice guitar um <laughs> well, that sounds cool <laughs> i think that the i think that the 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 auditory ends that come from that sort yeah. of abuse is but well it, worth it. Yeah. It's it's very much a tool, I guess. But it's the only... That guitar specifically is the only one... Is the only, like, physical object I've felt somewhat, like, sentimentally atta attached to. There's a few other things. But that's one of them that I actually genuinely do love as an object i don't, don't know why okay it's well strange. yeah dude that's <laughs> I actually i actually have a and, question about that oh, specifically sure. uh, a bit later but we'll get to that sure. um but shit dude okay so that's cool so with guitar um you know i i know that for a while you were playing more drums and that so i think maybe before oh, we yeah. like deep dive into all of that 
maybe can you just uh, quickly do a brief overview of your various musical projects and also if you oh. can try and describe the kinds of music you create in these different okay. projects okay so the first band i started and is still going and it's probably the one that's like i guess we get the most shows for um is black math and i play guitar in that band and i sing and it initially when we started we were like <laughs> we were very much like a, a hard rock like garage band um and now as time has gone on we've i guess defined kind of found more of our own sound and then also um i guess it's a lot more noisy now a little little bit more experimental and um a bit more all over the place <laughs> and like with long songs and weird structures but which actually i'm cool with weird structures but i'm keen to like going forward maybe shorten our songs because they're very jammy <laughs> like oh, super long oh, and then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think both have have their merits you know yeah but anyway, i think but I, I, I i think i described <laughs> that for way too long okay then um <laughs> i i played in another band um with the bass player from black math called the sisters where a similar kind of sound uh more jammy um he plays baritone guitar but he uses like my pedals and my rig um and then i play drums which i think i may prefer as an instrument which is maybe not great to say <laughs> no dude that's um, that that's awesome um but um like yeah no, the, the drums are fantastic and you are a uh, some drummer but yeah thank you sisters, I, carry I'm on not not the <laughs> and also I, s I will swap sometimes there's a few songs i play in the baritone which which is a really lovely guitar to play and um just because the top strings are so fat so it kind of almost feels like you're playing bass sometimes and you can do really lovely big like fat like lines with the like top two strings and i love that especially if you have an octave pedal it sounds really like That's awful in a good colossal. way like really deep yeah mm. um and then i after that i i played oh yeah i played in fruits and veggies for like a i guess about a two year stint i played guitar in that band and that was like an afropunk band i love playing that band um that was yeah, lots dude, of fun I'm, I'm bleak i never saw uh fruit and veggies <laughs> live but anyway to, i always hear good yeah. things you know to about, be to, to be honest band. i th i think their best configuration was before i even joined was with like a few different members and then obviously the core members um like james loopy and purity and then um i like that configuration the most but i still had lots of fun playing with them um even though at the time it may have been chaos <laughs> <laughs> it's but fun being in those bands <laughs> yeah it was lots of fun and i i learned a lot and uh it forced me out of my comfort zone or my bubble so to speak um and then I played in a band for a bit. I play, sometimes I would play guitar and sometimes I'd play bass depending on whether or not Tyler was there because he would play bass. Um, a band called Existing Consciousness and that was like a, like a soul band, um, like an African soul band, like, like a dance hall as well, um, like R&B and hip hop, hmm. a lot of like mixture of genres. A really, really fun band to play as well because there were a lot of members and a lot of vocalists. So it was like 
very dynamic. You had to like sometimes pull all the way back, play nothing, and like yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I liked it though. Um, for like a short while as well. Then um, I started a band called Taekwondo Sleepover with my good friend Evan, where he plays guitar and I pl- exclusively play drums, and I sing through a delay pedal. And that band is like a no- like a really brutal noise band, like with heavy breakdowns and like really just like incoherent noise bits with like lots of delay repeats and like playing to those like awkward rhythms that's Mm. really fun Um, and just a fucking wild live show as well i would hope so (laughs) well the ones i've been to it's it's (laughs) it's it's a very it's very brutal but i I love making that kind of music to be honest i think maybe the most um Mm. music that's very visceral (laughs) and then um I I've also okay the the band I'm playing in now, which we haven't played in a while, because Sebastian numbed his hand. Um, <laughs> um, he play oh yeah, so I I play with Acacia from Black Mass. She plays drums, and then her brother Sebastian, he's playing bass, and then I'm playing guitar and singing that band. But it's very different to like Black Mass. I wouldn't want it to be the same at all. Obviously, I don't shout and scream as much. I sing a lot more. It's way more melodic. Um. But um, I feel like the songwriting is a lot more like rigid there, which I'm really into actually. I like mm. it being quite like thought out and like um prepared and not too not too deviating because it comes off really well. Um, and then I'm playing in a weird tuning invented by Robert Fripp in that band most of the time. It's if I remember off the top, it's called New Standard Tuning off the top of my head. I think it's C G. D F E G going yeah, from I think, the I sixth think string to right. the E yeah. string. <laughs> sixth string yeah, to the so first string. Like expands your range hugely because your highest yeah. string is higher and your lowest string yes. is lower. Yes. So. It's really it's a great tuning. Mm-hmm. And you can still play chords on it. The chords just mm. sound you have to play different shapes. Like completely you have to like find them and then but the chords sound way weirder and jazzier and like, I really, really like it. Like I kind of, I keep it in that tuning or I try to as much as possible um, and try to write songs like that. Cause it's, I got, I've got, I'm really bored of <laughs> standard tuning as much as I love it for how simple and nice it is for lots of other things. But yeah. And I think that's about, oh yes, of course I have a band with you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I guess it's like a studio band. Um, yeah, which is Return to Wear Mountain, where I, I guess you mostly play guitar, but I'll play guitar sometimes and write folk songs, and I'll yeah, play no, lots you, of drums. You, you, you play a lot and of synths. acoustic guitar in Return yeah, to Wear mostly, Mountain, actually. which is great. Yeah. And sometimes bass. Uh, we we all do a little bit of everything, I would say. Yes, no, um, absolutely. And we that do. is that is a weird amalgamation of genres of like <laughs> doom and folk and like electronic music sometimes yeah and also like punk and black metal and yeah I, it's great it's to be honest um one of the one of the things i'm most proud of in terms of music that i've put out into the world like recorded because like i like how like weird and experimental it gets and like how there's no like limitations on what we can do and i yeah i really love that <laughs> oh well thank you i i, I also <laughs> have a I, I, I'm I'm really I love the return to a mountain stuff that we've done yes. together, 
And in return to Worm Mountain, I learned a whole lot about music from you, about playing oh, music. Oh, likewise. Um, and, 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 and also especially about recording. Uh, that was something that you oh, really... even me. <laughs> <laughs> True. I know we, we experimented with a lot I was of stuff learning, that like, yeah. you also hadn't done before. So. Yeah, I was learning along the way. Um, well, I mean, okay. Also, well, yeah. No, you you opened me up to a lot of um, open tunings. That oh, was, yes, that yeah. Was, yeah, that was, that, that, that was like really cool. I love writing songs also in like open tunings. Um, they, they offer such a like interesting way of approaching songwriting. No, I, I, I am a huge fan. But I remember when I first met you, you were already like um, a little you were already bit into the new standard, the Robert Fripp yeah, one that was, about with Slump. Now. Yeah, that was the mm. only one I'd messed because I'd messed around with it for a while. But then like, I think in about like 2021, I fully last year, I like fully committed to like keeping my guitar in that tuning and just like making sure I'd learned, you know, how to play like that naturally. And the one thing I still struggle with is like um, knowing how to do like improvisation, like in scales, that's like completely uh, different. I'm still like getting there, but yeah. <laughs> I, I know like if you, or, or, or what's, what's happened to me when I've tried playing a new standard is that when you try and just do like pentatonic licks, you literally just start sounding like King Crimson. <laughs> like, a bit, like, yeah. Like, like not pentatonic licks, in the tuning but if you use the shapes that would be pentatonic yeah. licks in standard tuning yeah and you just do, do those same shapes in and new standard it can get a very like yeah. early king crimson you know the first couple True. of albums sound and i don't even know if he used that tuning that early on which is interesting i don't i'm not sure i i wish <laughs> i i wish there was a way to find out because I'm, oh, I'm a big king crimson fan but i'm not actually sure how early on he adopted that i, I it's hard to say but um, mm. but yeah, if you use those shapes, it does come off that way. <laughs> well, I and, mean, look, but, that's just my and like, it very limited noodling. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> no, but like it, it makes sense as well because every string is a fifth of the next string, except except I think for like the last string, if that makes sense. Yeah, the the G. Like the, the G. G. Mm. Yeah. So it so, does make sense that it works kind of, but it sounds very different because it jumps up. But I have been learning how to play not so much like that, and it, and like, it's weird. But I really like how weird it, or like how uncomfortable it makes me. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, like I've I've heard you play in that tuning, and you do come across as very co comfortable and confident in it. Um, oh, thank but you. But it's interesting I don't feel what that you... way. <laughs> <laughs> ah, dude. No, I know. One always lacks a bit of confidence with 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 making music, or or I do anyway. But um, oh, me all the time. <laughs> I, I know, like it's interesting that you say that. It, you know, you're not sure, or I, and I don't know if he adopted that tuning that early on, because I think mm. often, like a guitarist like Robert Fripp, perhaps maybe he first found those licks and then created the tuning to make it easier to play it or something like that. Maybe it can go. Yeah, that's that's, that's kind of what I, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's kind of what I, I thought happened. He like made a lot of riffs, but then was like, damn, well I need to. It's I'm possibly I maybe, difficult to play. In yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking that by <laughs> the red album, he had maybe had come up with it. Cause there's some stuff on there. 
Yeah, that, that I, one is guitar wise. Where I'm like, because what's really cool about that tuning is it's really easy to also get discordance, especially with the higher strings. Because it's like a fifth apart, like the normal shape. I'm mm. not really good with music theory. <laughs> no. Um, down there will like give you two like semitone notes like ringing out together and it creates this really like intense, like fucked up. Um, yeah, no. It's hugely, fifth or a third? I can't remember. Like yeah. atmospheric guitar. That yeah. It makes your body almost have a physical reaction, like that discordance yeah. or something, you know? Totally. Like, yeah. Like totally. you will reel yeah. <laughs> when you hear yeah. it, you know. It's very cool. Fully. But but it's interesting, man. Like you've played in so many different bands. Um and I think like you said, probably the one that um you're probably most well known for, or at, at least in South Africa, is definitely yeah. Black Math. Um I mean like yeah. I remember hearing but about Black Math like twenty ten, uh when I was twenty university. Maybe. Does that sound p- p- sh- plausible? When did you guys you first sure play not like- Splashy? Oh, uh, maybe we did. I think we did play a show in at Splashy in 2010. I'm not 100% sure. I can't I'm pretty, sh- I'm we pretty started- sure it was because I was in Rares and 2010 was my last year that I was in Rares. And I had a mm. bunch of friends who went to Splashy Fen. And when they came back, they were like, ah, oh, they were like these school kids playing the craziest okay, maybe. <laughs> like yeah and, and and that was how i heard maybe. of black math was like these crazy okay. school kids just like ripping at splashy fan like it oh, was no. it was it was the tale like that that that, that was brought back to me aside from the stories yeah. of the rampant drug use and whatever else those guys oh, got gosh. up to but like when asked about the music they were just like oh it's so crazy these school kids were on stage just playing like mad fucking slide guitar and all of that okay um, it probably was 2010 <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> because th- that, i guess that, that that takes me to my next question which would be how did you start playing guitar and how did it all begin okay um weirdly enough uh my introduction to like playing a musical instrument's um why i wanted to was is really really bizarre um there used to be this like cartoon <laughs> on SABC. I can't remember which channel and I can't even remember what it was called. All I knew is that Sonic, it was Sonic, mm. <laughs> you know, like the, the video game character. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, it was kind of like, I think it was a 90s show. I can't remember. Um, and it was, they were like extreme sort of characters and or like, they were really cool. And they played in like a band together with all the characters from Sonic and um he played guitar and i remember just being like that's so fucking cool and like <laughs> i really want to play guitar and that's kind of where it started i know that's really bizarre no, to be honest i don't think that's that far removed from what like most yeah. people who are inspired to it, pick it up wasn't an even at a young yeah. age <laughs> it wasn't even because of music it was just like this character that played in a band i was like this is so cool and then i eventually got like a like a really small nylon string and went to guitar lessons. And then those guitar lessons were in Kloof at this old music store called Scott's Music, which is gone now. I used to go to a man called Mike, who was an old man. I, yeah, I can't, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember much more than that. And he taught me like basic stuff, like 
basic chords like G and E minor and E and stuff like that and D and C. <laughs> and like, that's, that's all, like, all you all need, man. <laughs> and like one of the first songs I learned was a Green Day song. It was Boulevard of Broken Dreams because it's just like E minor, G, D, and I think A minor. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Look or here. A. A major. I, I, I'm fairly certain you'll get away with saying whatever. <laughs> yeah. That was like the only song I learned. Yeah. And I learned another song too, but that was the one I could like kind of play. And I learned how to like sing it too, sort of when I was very young. But I wasn't like, to be honest, that interested in it for those years where I was playing. I was kind of just doing it as like an extramural activity, I guess. And it was fun. But I wasn't like super into it. And then I kind of didn't play guitar for a few years through school and then like early high school. But I think um, in early how, high how school... How old were you when you took those first lessons with this Mike gentleman? Probably like 10. I can't remember exactly. Okay. Okay. Um, nice. Uh, and then and it was just chords and stuff that he taught you. Yeah, he didn't teach me any <laughs> like tablature or like any like sort of lines Picking or scales, or... anything like okay. that. It was very very basic. Yeah. Um, fair enough though. That's enough to like get a person on their way. Yeah, I th I think that was the best way to learn because otherwise I would have maybe gotten frustrated. I'm not sure. Like I, when I learn something new, I I usually don't get too frustrated. I don't mind inflicting pain on myself. <laughs> but um. <laughs> Then in high school, when I started listening to more music and they, they had like music lessons at high school and they had like a bunch of nylon guitars there. And then I kind of remembered and I think like I, I had like an advantage to other people. So it gave me this like weird confidence boost because <laughs> oh, I had dude. played before. So I was like, oh, I could do this. <laughs> you, you need then, that stuff at school. Or, yeah. or I know I did. <laughs> no, nah, for sure. And then um, mm. I guess like I also started like listening to music a lot more and like started like enjoying like certain artists and bands. I guess like at that time I was very into like Linkin Park and like initially and then system of a down which i actually there's like albums from those bands that i still absolutely love that still hold yeah, up for me <laughs> even course, if i don't dude. listen to them super regularly that, um, that, and then like, like white stripes obviously i was very into and i still i still love and appreciate all that stuff and okay. then um after that the first electric guitar got was i think called a, a maxwell oh, yeah it looked like a strat it was okay. black <laughs> and it was pretty awful <laughs> yeah it wasn't great was, and i had like a one tiny... of those like combo packs where it was like a guitar yeah that i think came so. with a little 10 watt amp and a cable yes i had a I little court those, yeah <laughs> no i had a little laney amp like oh, a little, okay like, that's it was that's actually really bad. nice yeah little amp. it was like about as big as a toaster and it was actually pretty i really liked the like really sif distortion tone that yeah came dude out of that what happened amp. to that amp i lent it to someone and never got it back <laughs> shame I, yeah that's shame. okay if there's anyone out there who's got cameron's amp please please <laughs> please let us know it's fine so that we can get those sick tones those sick laney yeah. toaster what toaster amp tones yeah okay I, it was a cool a little amp and we i when we first started playing in black math i would use that amp and i'd hook it up to like Tyler had like a little bass amp, no, like not much bigger, and I would like hook it up to that to be louder. And then Tyler would play like through a monitor, and we'd practice at like 
at the church I went to, <laughs> at the Mormon church. Yeah. Which I obviously don't go to anymore. <laughs> oh, dude. And we'd play devil's music in the in the hall during the week <laughs> after school. But you know, like like <clears throat> you know, say what say what you will about organized religion and all. It's pretty fucking great that you had that space. Yeah. Because I know I'm very grateful. You know, definitely here in South Africa, I think think that the the church and whatever you call that mm. industry the, the 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 church industry i guess the, <laughs> the, the christian industry is the biggest consumer <laughs> of sound and musical gear in that's the true that's by like true. a that's significant margin and also yeah. gospel music is like the biggest one of the biggest genres uh, yeah i think it's the one They're... that generates the most revenue true for sure. absolutely but but it's pretty nice that you got in on some sweet, some sweet godly re- resources there early yeah, on. Yeah, I, I stole some microphones from. Them. <laughs> uh, shame on you, Cameron. Shame on you. I, they I, weren't I, the best. I I did. I must also, since we're confessing, I did once partake in the communion wine. Um, <laughs> not, not during communion uh, <laughs> or on a Sunday, <laughs> but but yeah, shame, poor churches. Anyway, I'm sure they would have just gotten new mics, probably insured and all. Yeah, that. well, they never really even used them. They never used any of that stuff. Like, do you still have those barely, mics? I don't know. I do actually. They're like Sennheiser, like silver, like pencil. Like Shit, dude, have, mics. have we not recorded amazing. with them? <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Probably. I, we probably recorded some drums with them. Oh, man. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to the Church of the Latter-day like Saints. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> for, but, yeah. For making as, it happen. Like, I guess we... Yeah. Like you were saying about gospel music here, we, I don't think we'd have music stores without churches buying sound equipment. Oh, no. Lord. <laughs> Heavens. I don't think we'd have speakers. Like, it's just... It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's all have, built on that industry. But um, but what's cool yeah. though well, about at least your here story in South Africa, I guess. Yeah, no, definitely oh. here. But what is cool about your story though is that, um, you know, you had your guitar lessons and that. But it's kind of clear that yeah. in high school, when black math started, that was really also kind of a format. That w- was black math, the first band that you that you had. No, actually, oh. I played in a band that didn't have Apologies. a name with uh, three other people from my class. Um, okay. But we literally played like three times together and then like never anything serious. It was kind of a band. Um, okay. But I don't really count it. <laughs> but yeah, Black Math was kind of the first like actual band mm. that I played in. And And when did you guys call yourselves Black Math and start? doing your thing um, under that when banner. we when we wanted to play like a show um we went through like a few names i can't really remember them now but that name kind of felt the best and to be honest i don't love the name because now i think like oh it's kind of a cheesy name but um it's fine how, how it, is it, it a cheesy name and it's what that's what <laughs> i don't know <laughs> It's just a White Stripe song, a very yeah, good White no, Stripe song, actually. It is, and and the reference is immediate, yeah. but but like, um, not 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 as a negative thing, but I know when I first like yeah. heard about you guys with the whole splashy thing, I don't think you guys had any recordings yeah. out at that point, but then later, no. 
like maybe five so years later, five or six years later, like 2015, 2016. I remember I went and I went and I finally saw you guys live. And I went expecting just like a straight up white stripes, you know, blues, you know, heavy electric blues band. And that was absolutely not at all <laughs> what you guys were doing. <laughs> like it was, it no, was one very of the, different by then. Yeah, I know. It was like one of the best shows. It's still one of the best shows I've seen in Durban for sure. Um, and it was just like, um, it was in Kaya records. I think it was in 2016 when you guys put out a seven inch and, uh, Oh no ways. Okay. That would be, I think we only played like two songs. (laughs) No, dude, you guys played a bunch of songs because you played the two songs Ah. from the single and you fucking played birth, create, dissipate, which only came out like eight years. Oh, sorry. No, that's Uh, like five years later. I think. Yeah, we're very slow. No, but it was cool. But anyway, um, it's 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 cool that you guys have been going for so long and that you're still creating and making music that people dig. Yeah. Both of the albums are great. Um, I'm looking forward to Thank hopefully you. some new stuff soon. But um, yeah, <laughs> so so your guitar journey kind of starts when you're about 10 seeing some rad cartoon with sonic and the and the the (laughs) beasts playing playing some instruments then you spend some time with mikey mike (laughs) and then you go to high school and that's where it really starts so yeah um earlier you were talking about how how like your sg is one guitar that you really value as an object so I want to find out, Would because you... this is like something that people always, talk, or guitarists talk about a lot, is you get people who are like, love their guitars and give them names and like call them like Martha. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what an appropriate guitar <laughs> name is. Guinevere. Me I had either. a friend who called one of his guitars Guinevere, and we used to make fun of him all the time for it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it sounds like an old lady. I know it's like I mean, a reference yeah. to, I mean, if, to King Arthur. If that's what all. makes him happy, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. No, this is true. This is yeah, true. That's totally but then cool. on the other end of the spectrum, you get it. you get guitar players who are just like, I don't care about the instrument as an instrument. It's just a tool for me to create tool, sound yeah. with. So I'm yeah, interested yeah, to yeah, hear yeah, where yeah. you feel that you sit on that spectrum. I've I've very much mm-hmm. said on the side of it's being it being a tool um i agree i agree very much with that because it is just it is just a tool and i think Mm. i played so many guitars where like supposedly this one is like some vintage one made in america but that felt like absolute shit to play and like (laughs) there's nothing special about it it's just old (laughs) every time i've I've played some squires (laughs) <laughs> like like I've like one nice one, ball. Yeah. I, i'm just like how the fuck is this like such a legendary guitar it's horrible to play it's heavy it's awful yeah but anyway sorry i interrupted would you, play like you. A, you were would you gonna play go an into old squire. one yeah i played like an old vintage i think it was like a oh, 70s yeah. one yeah but the old I didn't, ones aren't I didn't super dig great it. and I, and like the epiphone ones i have not like those either yeah um, and I think I played like a Takai one, but anyway, you you were gonna go on Sorry. about Squire. 
yeah, I've I've played some squires that were like better than American fenders. I've also like fiddled on, <laughs> like I've, it's, it, and then like vice versa. I don't know. It just kind of really depends. Like for me, my experience with guitars have been like it all just it doesn't really matter how and where it's made as long as it's made well on that particular day. I guess. Um, yeah. And, Cause, uh, cause, yeah. Once I also played a vintage SG at like this, this in this in Joburg at this place where they had a lot of old guitars in this fa- in this fancy room, and I played one, and it kind of felt like shit. <laughs> I was like, "This isn't great." Mine was so much better, and mine's like a standard one from like two thousand three or four. I'm not. Sure. I don't know. Like a dude, super standard. Your SG, like I, I will. I will go on record saying is that in my opinion, like the nicest electric guitar that I've played. Um, In- oh, interesting. It's, yeah, I think it's you're so nice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I think, oh, yeah, I think you're the only person who, who feels that way besides me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, I just find it really comfortable yeah. and easy to play. Like I don't Made really even think hands. about it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, probably, probably something to do it's with It's got a hands. thick neck and I kind of <laughs> yeah. like it. Th- I kind of like a thick neck. Um, oh, dude, this is why like no one plays my acoustic guitar because <laughs> its neck is so <laughs> thick. But um, yeah, I, yeah. Look, I mean, I agree with you. Like the stuff that guitars become legendary for is, I don't know. I think mostly due translate. to the person. Yeah, yeah. I think and Les Pauls are huge and... because Jimmy Page played Les Paul. And True. strats are huge because Jimi Hendrix a lot of a strat. A lot, yeah. Then, uh, yeah. A lot of guys did, I suppose. A lot of people did. Oh, yeah, yeah, A lot of them yeah, played yeah. strats. Like a lot of legendary guitarists. <laughs> no, but... But, so um, but, I, but I agree with you about Squires. Like, man, when, when I've played like bullet strats and I'm just like, how yeah. the hell is this so cheap? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a really nice guitar. Some of them are very nice. <laughs> but... Yeah. um. But I guess, like, the question that I always ask when people hit me with, like, oh, you know, guitar is just a tool, um, is do you not ever feel inspired by the actual guitar itself that you're playing? Like, Oh, absolutely. Like, I I still feel like it's a tool, but I think, like, the look (laughs) of it, the color... The way it feels in your hands can like it's like any situation that you're in that's weird, and the guitar becomes a part of that. It's mm. it's not that the guitar itself is like some kind manifesting some kind of special thing. It's more just like it puts you in a in a in a space and in like a physical feeling that it gives to your hands that way it may inspire something from you. But that's kind of just you experiencing things and then you filtering it through to like your self-expression if that makes sense that's kind of how i see it yeah it does that make sense sense. so like for you the instrument is just like one variable in a set of absolutely i mean it's factors yeah yeah it is it is probably one of the biggest variables especially because (laughs) it's the thing you're making music with but like yeah and like i do have like a weird attachment to my sg for sure um I, but I, I'm more as just like an object and less as an instrument, if that makes sense. Cause I yeah. think it's just, I think it's what I've done with it more so than like what it's done for me, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's I, like I was going to ask I've had it everywhere. Yeah. Have you written a lot of songs on it? Oh, many, but I've also yeah. I've written lots of songs on random acoustic guitars <laughs> that I couldn't, that I couldn't tell you or remember yeah, where exactly I was. 
random acoustic guitars are probably like the most common birthplace <laughs> yeah for new song ideas totally um totally but but what else you know aside from the instrument itself what else actually inspires mm. you in the music that you create um both writing um, music and playing live uh you know where do you draw your inspiration from um, that's like a huge question just like a ex- <laughs> Uh, it's not a super hard question. Just like in everyday sort of experience, I guess you, you take like feelings you have and then you just try and like understand or process them through like expressing yourself through an instrument or anything. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, and I guess like, I feel a lot of anger, um, all the time, (laughs) but it's not something that I'm like outwardly expressing. It's more just like bottles and then like, I, music's a really great way for me to like i guess like you know process it and put it somewhere um which is i guess why a lot of the music i make is very aggressive <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well like I, I get what you're saying you know so you use sort of the also music you, almost yeah. to, to process um uncomfortable so, yeah. thoughts and uncomfortable feelings like anger and frustration and that yeah it helps because I mean, it helps a lot just just like from my own so sadness is a big one i'm sorry cam i'm sorry <laughs> but just from <laughs> no, my own no, anecdotal experience it's a good thing. i know like after seeing you play you know in black math and um in the sisters and in, and in these other bands I had this impression mm. of you as a person where like that kind of thing that you manifest, which is very much so like, you, you know, the rage and the, for me, like frustration <laughs> is almost one of those most powerful feelings that I get from your music. It's just like a cleansing yeah. of frustration and anger and yeah. stress and That's all a of good this. Way to put it. I thought that you were going to be like a really angry person when I first met you and you were just like <laughs> so chilled, like one of the nicest guys that I've ever met in my life, like so quiet, so relaxed, um, kind and considerate in that. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like it took me a while <laughs> to reconcile like the Cameron that, that people see on stage and that people hear in the music you create. Uh, and the Cameron as like just a regular guy yeah. in life, um, but but I think that you know yeah. it just it just speaks to exactly what you're talking about. Like your music is so like viscerally part of like w- your experience just as a human and 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 processing yeah. those sorts of difficult uh, experiences. Like that's what I get from the music as well. So. I mean, yeah. I listen to your guys' uh, Taekwondo Sleepover EP quite a lot, and I always feel like so invigorated <laughs> <laughs> and cleansed afterwards because that is like of wow. of the recordings you've done is probably like the most aggressive and loud and angry one. Oh um, yeah, I think yeah, it is anyway. I, lo- I love performing that especially. <clears throat> but then, like and drums uh, for that reason is really fun. Yeah, you can just beat the shit out of them and throw them at Evan. Yeah. <laughs> but, but um, you know, the, 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 this is like not the way that uh, everyone writes songs. 
and it's also not the way that no of that course it, not that I, I i would even you know venture to say that most people don't write songs like this so have you ever you know one of the like the the reasons why the song came into existence <clears throat> was one on the one hand like for you know ritual kind of purposes in ancient times which is kind of what i get from your music but the other was like storytelling oh, um and i'm interested okay. do you ever like venture into storytelling or anything like that with your lyrics absolutely yeah um i, I do like telling stories and sometimes i'll get way into it and a lot of I've made music recently for myself where I've done a lot more like narrative based stuff, but most of the songs lyrically at least do are kind of a narrative. I get, I guess like there, that might be vague and sort of, but yeah, definitely. And sometimes they're about personal things and sometimes they're about general things relating to personal things, if that makes sense. So it's like not too vague and not too self inserty I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does, that does make yeah. a lot of sense. But then, like, have you ever written a song just, like, about a video game <laughs> or something like that? Like, Oh, yes. Like, <laughs> I actually have. Okay. Wh I actually have. <laughs> is it recorded? There's a song. It yeah, it is actually recorded. And uh, we <clears throat> we didn't we stopped playing it many years ago um, when, I think, yeah, when, when <laughs> Tando um, left the band, I think we pretty much stopped playing it. I think. It was a okay. song... Uh, on on our first EP, and it's about it's kind of about um, I guess it's kind of about Half Life. That I okay. love that game so much. Yeah, I, I, I know you're a big fan of, of Half Life. I know you're a big fan of games. That's why I was like, I love video games. Yeah. Have video have, games no. ever inspired you? Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely more more so from a narrative point of view, I would say, than like a mm. oh game. Like, cause I love, I love the, the like sci-fi elements and I l I'm a huge sucker for sci-fi campy and all like horrific. <laughs> <laughs> and thought provoking. <laughs> and thought provoking. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes though. No, I, I, uh, yeah. I, I get you. Okay. No, but um, that's, yeah. But it's yeah, no, I, I, I ref, sometimes I'll reference like Pete, like films or something like, um yeah things that like i guess in impacted me or inspired me in some way yeah sometimes depends yeah, but like very I, I try to do it subtly i guess <laughs> yeah but look you know like i think one thing is is that if you use references like that well you can kind of articulate particular feelings or thoughts like like references can yeah. become shorthand for whatever that thing communicated or articulated yeah. you know um, and I, I guess that's why, you know, references are used so much in popular culture generally. True. Um, True. So, I, so, so I definitely, I think that there's a lot of value in that. And I always like it when I hear a song or watch a movie or whatever, read yeah. a book. And there's like references in there that I can relate to. Um, yeah. So, I, so I enjoy that. But, um, yeah, yeah it, it, it's... I always find it interesting hearing about, you know, uh, what inspires people's yeah. uh, sort of songwriting process. Totally. I am interested to hear a bit about, like, with Taekwondo Sleepover specifically. Yes. Do you go in with an intention to create uncomfortable music, or is it just how it ended up being expressed? Um, 
Well, initially, we like Evan, because a lot of the ideas initially stem from Evan, or especially when we first started. I'm um, gonna have Evan on the we show. We were doing fantastic. I think in like two weeks, so fantastic. I'll chat I c- to him as well. Oh. <laughs> I I I can't speak much to the guitar playing, I guess, because it's very much mm. how he plays guitar and the way he plays is really great in that band. And I don't think if I played guitar in that band, I could do the same justice, to be honest. Because I think, yeah, the way he does it is super, super great. Um, hmm. sorry, he does have um, a very unique style. Yeah. Like, I also would never be able to play guitar. I, I would never be able to play yeah. those songs. Hmm. Yeah, the way the way he plays them, like, yeah, the yeah. way he uses the delay, and it's, it's fantastic. And I, I try to, like, almost emulate him. With, okay, no, well, but... When it when we approach it initially, we were making like surf rock or like punk, like kind <laughs> of like pop punk, and then eventually we got to this point where like it started getting way more grim and um, noisy, and like like he started experimenting a lot more with like how he could use his delay to like make these strange rhythms or like this like noise scapes, and then from there, I guess we because a lot of those songs came from us just improvising like jamming uh, and then we would take like these these like you know mo- moments of like pure mo- they're very momentary and then we'd take them and like rigidly structure them into songs i guess yeah because well i i'd want the songs to be quite rigid in that band i don't like they because you can't really meander with stuff like with very noisy stuff it has to be quite controlled so that it doesn't become a fucking mess <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah, i i guess um no look i I think you're probably right about that with like noise becoming out of control but i mean like one of my favorite parts of your guys sets is when shit Mm. does go way out of control (laughs) yeah um but 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 the rigidity of the songs that preceded it like make it all the more impactful you know yeah like well that's you can't just have that for every track no, exactly. Well, that song, it sounds like chaos, but like the when we, we, we always jump into that chaos at a very specific point, and then we, when we come back, it's always like very specifically like signaled, like, okay, I'm bringing it down now, so we have to like, and I, I'm always take it on for like a certain amount of time, however it needs to be, whatever live show. Mm. Like, it sounds chaos, but it's like controlled within like the structure of the song, I guess. Fuck and that hell, goes dude. for like all the other, that goes for all the other tracks too. Because yeah. otherwise it would be, it would be a mess. Well, that's, that's at least how I'm, <laughs> I see it. I don't know. I, yeah. Look, I, I, I think that, you know, when you first see Taekwondo Sleepover, I think it would be very easy for people to just think that this is just like pure fucking chaos. Uh, oh, but <laughs> maybe really, it is. No, 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 no. But but <laughs> for something that chaotic to be like condensed into like a phenomenally tight and concise uh, thirty minute to forty minute show, because that's sort of like the average length that I've seen you guys yeah, play for. Yeah, not too long. Uh, which which is just right. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just. It'd be a bit much. If it I, I don't think I could physically handle minutes. any longer than that. I think like no. I, I don't know. I remember like the one gig at the Winston. I had to go and lie down like outside after you guys played, and then Mouse were gonna play, and I was just like, <laughs> I don't. I might die. <laughs> And I yeah. couldn't lift my head up. My neck was so so sore. But anyway, um, 
But I think to 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 create something that expresses such chaos uh, and to yeah. sort of create something that's so sort of calculated and um, composed to express something like that, it's really hard. Like, I can't do it. Um, well, I, and yeah, I, f- I find it amazing. Like, when I see you guys oh. just and, and when I hear your music, <laughs> it's just like, how can people create such chaos? But it's like impactful and there isn't a note that's out of place or excessive it's like oh for the, thank you but I, but i mean to be honest i feel that way kind of about black math as well it's very oh, it can you. get quite chaotic but very intentionally so and it serves uh, the purpose I suppose of the song that in that band i think we we meander a bit much but but i'm yeah well maybe not actually i don't know I'm, I've been very critical. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> have you fucking heard my music and how I meander sometimes? No, but it's necessary. It's very necessary. However, mm. um, I would say it's easy because there's only two of us in that band. So it's easy for us oh, to yeah. like take it there and like to be directly like intimate. Because I would say that our ex- from my experience playing with Evan, it's very intimate. It might sound mm. strange, but it's, it's a very no, no. intimate kind of like... A, uh time playing with them which is cool i love it yeah and that that um, intimacy it's it 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 comes across because even like you guys are quite intimate with the crowd or at least evan is you know like he gets and 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 now i'm not talking about like you know personal intimacy with a friend i'm talking about like physical physically intimate. like he will collide with you you will you will get sweat yeah. and po- probably saliva and like all of that stuff yeah. all over you, you know, totally, and, yeah. um, and it, it's, it's, it's part of the package. Yeah. But yeah sorry. Totally. Sorry to interrupt you. No, I can't even remember what I was saying. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, w- I would get more intimate with people, but I have to sit behind a drum set, which I do love though. I like playing drums a lot. You, you do get pretty intimate though. I've seen you. I try venture into the crowd tom in hand floor tom in hand oh yeah at the end when 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 we can afford to be chaotic as as an Mm. as an end note then it then it makes sense to do so (laughs) i try not to do it mid-show because it would fall apart i think it would be like a oh i think that the drum kit physically would fall fall apart exactly yeah exactly but but (laughs) But you spoke about like how a lot of those songs come from improvisations. So and just generally, well, hmm. sometimes they do. And then sometimes they also come from Evan being like, hey, I have a riff. And then there was like only, uh, there's only one song, I think, which came from an actual beat. And then the whole song is actually just Evan hitting all the strings. Like, okay. <laughs> but most of the time, <laughs> it's like, I guess what's well, like a mixture of like some some of the most like, some of the like the more like experimental stuff comes from jams and then the stuff that's like more songish comes from like um evan having like a core idea and then we we take it from there yeah and beyond taekwondo sleepover so like black math the sisters sisters are still a, a thing right kind of yeah we we want to yeah we yeah, we do okay. want to make music Good. again. We had I'm we've had a few glad. jams since I've I've moved to Cape Town. I think and one Tyler of my favorite keen. like riffs 
is that one sister song that you see man it's a fucking catchy riff like i didn't listen to that before this like i just remembered it like it's so so i can vaguely remember it yeah that's sorry sorry to have subject no, no, no. you to that <laughs> I, that's a very fun song to play it was mm. the one of the few ones i think where we swapped and now playing yeah i think i think you played There's guitar on that one some of my favorite riffs i've written has been in the sisters and i never play them <laughs> but <it's laughs> i'm fun. sorry Ken. there's another yeah. one that i can't remember that i really really liked and it was very sludgy but it was like Have also you- very like it was kind of hip-hoppy as well which i really oh, okay love. i love it when stuff is like bouncy um yeah yeah we're gonna play again We'll definitely okay. play again, for sure. I'm glad for sure, to hear sure. that. But um, oh, I just wanted to find out, like, so in your other bands as well, mm. like, do you, like, w- when it comes to songwriting, it's fucking hard for you uh, or for me to ask this of you because you are in so yes. many bands. And, like, I know some of the bands you're sort of more or less involved uh, you know, it's, it's sort of in terms of the melodic songwriting and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But generally, do you prefer to write stuff alone? Do you prefer to write collaboratively? Um, um, and, and then also like collaboratively, you know, and even actually alone sometimes, like using improvisation as a way to compose. Yeah, I guess, I guess like improvising is one of the best ways to find things without like going into it with a stiss a certain mindset because i feel like going into it with like something already in mind doesn't always turn out that interesting for me at mm. least um but sometimes it does um i like writing alone and with other people like pretty equally it just depends so i love taking ideas even if it's if i kind of have like a song outline to a band and being like hey how's this that like, with black math and with slump i've done that and then they'll like the other people in the band will like kind of tear it apart not like critically but like Mm. um like oh okay what if we do this instead and i really love that because a lot of the time it actually ends up being way more interesting with more like like um not visions but like um hands like coming in and like you know molding it into something like way more interesting than i would have just come up with on my own Um, and like that's what I love about playing in a band with other people is that like that collaborative effort of like bringing an idea and then having it changed into something else completely. And then I also really do like writing alone where you have like, you come up with an idea and then you have this like really clear vision of what it's going to be. Or like you make a loop out of like electronic synths and stuff. And then you structure, you like challenge yourself to structure it from just the loops, all the things you recorded, the very few things you recorded on that day and chopping it up and making it into something else. Uh, Also. Yeah. It just depends. I love both pretty equally, like for different Mm. reasons. Like I, I, I don't have a preference. It just depends on the setting and yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, that makes sense. Is there stuff that you dislike about either process? Um, sometimes when you're writing with other people and you really like an idea and they're like not so hot on it, sometimes that's kind of disappointing. But to be honest, it's not really that. Like, it doesn't really, but like, bum me out at all. I don't care. Like, it's fine. If you, usually mm. you'd meet at a compromise where the ad, it comes out better anyway. So I'm not fussed. Mm. 
And then writing alone, sometimes um, I can be indecisive. But I've, I, that's like the only thing about it that I don't like. But otherwise, but I've, I've learned how to be harsh and just be like, okay, if I'm not going to decide now, I'll never decide. So I'm just going to make a decision and then move on. Mm. Yeah. Ah, interesting, man. Yeah, I, ha- I have, um, yeah, I have some similar reflections. Like I, I find that, yeah. you know, I'm, I, I'm like the opposite. Like often I will, when it comes to making music alone, I'm more worried about just attempt and execute rather than spending mm. a lot of time, you know, working on stuff. So mm. like, um, you know, like you're saying, you know, sometimes you take a long time to make decisions and that. I know when yeah. I was writing songs and recording and stuff with you, um, I think that we balanced each other out really nicely yeah, totally. in that respect because i'm like the opposite totally. i'm just like right let's just do a take if there's mistakes in it's... it i'm just like fuck it it's fine <laughs> <laughs> that's the take and you would be like duncan like you know <laughs> i know you can do better <laughs> let's rather take the time to do this thing um yeah and and, and where i'd be like let's just do this you'd be like i don't know like let's not just jump into this decision um let's think about it a bit first and then other times where you were like being just too in you know taking really long overly critical with your own vocal takes or something and i'll just be like cameron it's fucking fine dude like yeah just do it so so i really like that uh and i think that you know those sorts of exactly that you find with specific people yeah is really rewarding and it's never the same with the same person like when i write music with will there's completely different stuff that we sort of complement each other on totally Um, yeah and and i know like i had a very brief glimpse into your and tyler's sort of (laughs) methodology dynamic (laughs) dynamic when we we were doing the first return to worm mountain album and then he was there and uh, the day that he did like bass on the song return to worm mountain and sick and um yeah there was another one the new sun which we did as like a live jam i remember like you guys get quite like confrontational with each other yeah that's how it is Um, yeah and 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 i found it like i I was like a little bit like oh fuck are these guys like fighting but like they're like really good friends but and and then i realized like this is just how like that that's like the way that you guys complement each other like exactly um and it definitely pays off, you know, in black math. Yeah, you can the tension feel is in the music. <laughs> exactly. Like, that tension is there. Um, and also, because you guys are so sort of confrontationally critical of each other, like, any yeah. any sort of half good or, you know, not great ideas aren't going to be <laughs> getting past, you know, that dynamic. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like a yeah. good quality control system that you guys had. Yeah, it's um, it's great. Like, I wouldn't say that was... I wouldn't say we were fighting at all. It was it's no, more just like... dude, yeah. you know me, though. It's I'm funny. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, somebody, like, says something even vaguely, like... Like... Oh, you know, maybe we should discuss this. I'm like, oh, fuck. It's a war. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like, because I vaguely remember the discussions we had, and um, that was very tame compared to like how it can get. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, like weirdly, but like it's the fine. Only time it's it, cool. I, I think it got like actually hectic <laughs> was with respect to the bass tone, 
where like Tyler set uh, up the amp and his pedals and everything, which, which I think were actually your. Oh, pedals. I do remember that. And then you know he was like stoked, and then you just went in and like started dialing shit in differently. And yeah, no, it didn't. It didn't yeah, well. no, but I you know understand what, what he was. Bass sounds fucking good, man. Like the bass yeah. tone is awesome. I understand why he was upset. I'd also be upset <laughs> if someone did that to me, honestly. Like I. Uh, but it was Dude. for the recording. It's a different setting. Live setting is different. It was. <laughs> I mean, when I record with you, I'm just like, there's the pedal. I'm sorry, camera. Tyler, about that. You do your... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Tyler. Shout out to Tyler. I, I must definitely ask yeah. him if he'd be keen to, to, yeah. to have a he chat. Actually, he plays a lot of guitar bass. these days. Yeah, well. no, he's, he's a great he does guitar a lot player. Of, he does he's a lot really of good like, acoustic guitar stuff. player. Yeah. yeah this is exactly. amazing. Um... But anyway, yeah, those are the, the sorts of fun dynamics that I like to just be. It just comforts me knowing that out in the world, there's the sort of like these sorts of pr- creative processes going on, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and now when I think of you down in Cape Town, I'm just like, ah, yes, they're making they're making some good stuff in those uh, well, soon, spaces. Yeah, yeah dude. It's. it's- it's expectations are high these days, actually <laughs> although we no, i'm joking when when we when we were, were rehearsing all the song old songs we had arguments about how they went <laughs> oh really were you like oh uh, well just me and tyler one. Oh, yeah. of course. <laughs> dude what like because i've never like been there like with the three of you um you know aside from acacia like, just kind of like sits out she just like <laughs> fuck these o's are at it again and she just she she's, like, she she strikes me as like a mediator like does she ever uh, have to be does she ever have to serve the the function of like a tiebreaker or something sometimes like that? We, we we try but she usually just she tries to wash her hands as much as possible <laughs> and i feel really bad because me and tyler will literally will 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 clash about the stupidest things and afterwards you're just like why did we even <laughs> <laughs> dude it's part of the process it's part of the process no, it's fine it's it's very uh, mellow it's very mellow it's not that bad she's gotten a lot more assertive actually which is great and because we yeah but def- nah. me and tyler the way we play is very like chaotic all over the place and i feel mm-hmm. like her she holds us down a lot like rhythmically yeah, no, especially her, her drums definitely, definitely do like tie it all together for because, sure yeah things can get kind of like <laughs> explosive and acrobatic on both guitar and bass and then you just yeah i mean tyler also holds it down a lot like whenever we're on stage the thing that we need most in monitors is bass (laughs) for all three of us oh yeah yeah it's kind of like a road road map in a way tyler is such a fucking great bassist though like uh, honestly honestly one of the best like probably the best like the, that, that day that i talk about like where he played bass on some of our songs yeah like he's definitely like the best bassist i've ever like recorded yeah. with at, at the very least um, yeah and just like seeing like seeing you guys live like um sometimes like his bass just like drives the song you know just like totally. when he gets into his like do 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 you know like, like yeah. that, that that sort of wall of bass I'm trying to think of like yeah. a good example I think like forwards backwards ends up uh, in a few in a few times like that um, yeah 
and there's that like cool part where you're doing like that sort of chorusy lead, and he's got that do 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 doom, do do doom. I don't know. Fuck. I'm probably. I'm just. Oh, that's a, a that's a like a. I think that's sunset. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the ba- that song Forgive is very me, much written out of a jam. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that song okay, is written just... very much out of a jam. Like that was that was like. That sounds pretty much all Tyler, if I'm honest. Like, um, oh, dude, all the the bass doesn't basically holds me. that song down. Mm. Like without without it there, it, it would yeah, it would be not, it'd be awful. <laughs> Fuck it. it, it it is the song Sunset. That's the one I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, sorry. But anyway, sh- no, no, big shout sorry. out to Tyler and Acacia. Like, big, really, big shout out to them. They 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 both flipping yeah. amazing. Real at ones. What they do. <laughs> huh? <laughs> The real, real ones, ones, exactly. Real ones, indeed. Um, OG. Yeah. No, I'm joking. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah, like, you, you all are, like, way OG. <laughs> like, at, but anyway. At this point, kind of, yeah. I've, I, I'm surprised to know that mm-hmm. we have actually been playing for 10 years. And I think Acacia joined in, like, 2013 or 2012. I can't I mean, remember exactly the that, year. I think that that is so, ten years. <laughs> yeah, we're, but we've been a yeah we've been a band mm. for like over, just over ten years now, which is mm. crazy. That, that doesn't feel like that long. Because I realized you, you, the other day, you guys day, are probably pushing like thirteen years though. I mean, if you were playing Splashy no, in twenty ten, twelve. That's yeah, twelve. No, we started in twenty ten, like kind oh, of. Okay, is it? Damn, um, dude, start and then straight off to Splashy. Yeah, well, we, we, I think we, like, somehow got in there. I can't remember exactly. And that was with, mm. uh, like, our original drummer, Nintendo, who was really yeah. great as well. It's like, very self-taught. And, like, mm. um, we had a completely different, like, dynamic and, like, style back then. But, yeah. Um, yeah, we've been playing together for a long time. And the with the last festival we just played, we're like, why did they fucking put us on last? <laughs> what? <laughs> And then we realized. Wait, wait, I looked at the lineup. Tired. <laughs> yeah, no, we're just like we're like, well, what are they putting us like last for? It felt weird. We're like, well, this was strange. And then when we looked at the lineup, I kind of realized, oh, we've been around like for a long time. Actually, weirdly enough, all these. Bands. Yeah, dude. it's really weird to think about. I get it. it's kind of strange. Uh, it's, not it, not it that is, not yeah. that uh, being around long makes you any better. <laughs> no, well. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, there's arguments to be made. Like, like you, I guess, I guess you just have yeah. sort of. Um, but at the same time, a little bit of a legacy at this point. It's very. I would. I would. I would still say. I would. I'll still argue that it's. It's a very niche one. It's. A, it's within like mm. a, a pretty small scene here in the at the tip of Africa. Like, you know. Fair it's enough. Very, Fair it's enough. It's very niche. Cam. You always, <laughs> this is such a typical Cameron response of, no, 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 no. Tis, tis but niche. No, but it's all good, Cam. Uh, I'll, I'll change the subject to make you feel a little bit better. Cameron, how into flipping, let's see, what's like a really nerdy guitar thing we can talk about? So, <laughs> tone woods. <laughs> tone what? Tone woods. <laughs> so, tone woods. Yeah. Are you are you into like different types of wood in your guitars? Oh no. You... <laughs> I don't know if that makes a difference. Yeah, um, I think like um on acoustic 
it definitely oh then yes it can it can for be. sure for sure <laughs> but the thing is i'm not much of a connoisseur of acoustic guitars i don't play as much um because i do love it but i also and i love it for what it is um but yeah i'm not super well versed and like I don't know. I don't think about what wood is in my guitar. I literally think about this. <laughs> like, I'm I'm way more concerned about the pedals that I'm using. Than, <laughs> than no, like fair the, enough, dude. And you do yeah. use a lot of pedals. So maybe we should, like, chat on that. Yeah. Like, what's but your... I, what, I don't know anything about wood. I don't even know what wood my guitar... No, like, dude. My SG I is made just out threw of. that I think at you mahogany? to change the subject. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably mahogany, though. Mahogany is a very Probably. common t- wood. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, something. <laughs> mahogany or like, body. I don't know what what are, what are guitars board. made out of usually. <laughs> it, um, I think it. I think it's dude, rose I, wood, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. I don't know anything about electric guitars and what they are made out of. But I know with okay. electric guitars, there's like rosewood, mahogany, spruce, okay. maple. Okay. Um, I think it's mahogany. I really is couldn't a, tell you. Is an increasingly popular one. Which one? Um, but anyway, koa. So I think it's a Hawaiian oh. word. It looks really that nice. sounds cool. Very aesthetically pleasing to the eye. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. It, who knows? It might deaden the tone. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. But um, no, but, but let, let's, let's chat a little bit about pedals because you do oh. you use pedals quite mm. substantially, shall we say. I think... Yeah, I think I love I think I love pedals more than actual guitars. <laughs> yeah, I, I I would agree with that. <laughs> and you you got me into pedals to be honest. I I used to just oh. have like one one distortion pedal, and then yeah. after spending time with you, I was like, oh, this delay thing. This is yeah, delay is probably the best. Honestly, as much as I love gain and distortion type effects, delay is the most interesting one. Um, I, I remember you the once most. said to me that if you could, you would get a delay circuit put into your vocal cords. So <laughs> did I, I say that, that? You did, yes. That would be I awesome. Think I, I think I actually have it in writing in a WhatsApp chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, Specifically I, I a digital one, that. I think. <laughs> one that's like very like aggressive. Just that like would be awesome. Cuts. Just like... Tick, 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 tick. Yeah, every one that I can... Is, repulsively yeah. digital yeah dude, yes. digital delays are dope like i think that's like something that does annoy me a little bit with the pedal stuff is like people are all analog you know uh, true bypass thank- that sort of thing thankfully thankfully that kind of thing is dying out now and people are generally like more accepting of you know other things it's not it's not when i i think when i first like got into it it was more so about that but nowadays it seems that people kind of meme on the whole true bypass yeah. sort of <laughs> it's the very niche lawyer. meme <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. but um, um like if you had to put together a pedal board let's say five pedals tuner doesn't count what okay. would you what would you construct um delay first um which is very kind nice of like drive a, uh, so i was just going to be like the delay first thing is already kind of also not the norm generally in a pedal um sometimes but nowadays i I see a lot of people doing it more depends yeah some people do it um makes it a little bit crazier yeah definitely delay first then some kind of gain 
um, or some kind of like drive. So like a, a plumes or literally, I yeah, something something Fucking that's like fancy. not so hectic, not yeah. so hectic, just like a sort of subtle-ish kind of drive, and then something more intense. That's already three, right? So more intense, like a fuzz or. Yeah, I got fuzz. I guess a fuzz would be like like a muff, a nice muff. And then I would like, but maybe before the delay, actually, I would put a ring, like the EHX ring thing, if I could get one. And then at the end, I would have another delay. And that would be great. That would be like, if if I could only have five, that would be cool. (laughs) Would you be able to do like black math and... uh, Yeah, I'd be able to do most things like that. Is it? Most things, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, dude, for me, like delay, like delay and amazing sort of gain stacking is like um, yeah. characteristic of the way that, that, that I've seen you play uh, yeah. or played, played with you. But yeah, and for those specific pedals, do you have like essential choices or are you pretty happy with different mm. fuzzes, different delays? Ideally, boss delays are my favorite. Like, if I could have a DD7, and then which I I'm I'm using, and then like maybe a bigger delay pedal with like a tap tempo on the other side. Um, and usually I'll have Wait. the one on the other on at the. So the boss comes first in the chain. Yeah, or, but then okay, something bigger. It doesn't have to be boss. Um, at the end, like with a tap tempo. And usually the one at the end, I'd have like a slower delay, and then the one in the beginning would be much faster, like the rate, the, the time. Um, and then a muff obviously is very nice, but I also really like the. I've been messing around with the the death by audio fuzz war a bit more, and I mm. do really like it. It initially I thought it didn't play so well with other like gain pedals, but the more I've messed with it, the better i can see results but at this for the time being i'm using like that big box big muff which is unnecessarily big mm. but i feel like it needs to be that big <laughs> to make the sound it does i don't know why <laughs> i don't understand how exactly how it works but yeah I, yeah I, I know the, the nano then, is yeah doesn't it doesn't quite I, have the same i don't the same yeah oomph. this apparently it does but i don't know if i've used like i've used them and they just don't they're not as aggressive and less like bitey. Yeah. And then um I love I love I have this like pedal called a blues breaker, which is like a, a martial pedal and I really love that as like a bass tone. I keep it on most of the time for black math. Um and then on top of that for like a more intense like st- standard distortion, I'll I have like a plumes which is a which a, a DS one also works. Mm. Um, but the plumes is very nice. I would honestly prefer. Oh, actually, I don't. If I had two plumes, that'd be nice. It's a, it's an earthquake. Yeah, yeah, very, very nice. Um, and then, yeah, and I, I wish I had a, a, a some kind of weird modulation pedal, not like phaser, maybe chorus, but like a weird chorus, but a ring modulator. Like that EHX yeah, ring thing. That the is ring the best thing. pedal ever. R-I-P. Yeah, mine is so broken and I'm so sad. And I wish I could... You you have to buy them secondhand from America to get them because they're discontinued. <laughs> they don't really sell them anywhere. <laughs> they're kind of hard it. to find. Mike no, I'll find one one day. 
write a letter to Mike Matthews. That is the the. the oh, is that EHX the guy, EHX right? man? Yeah, the guy who looks like me... Father Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, he's on the batteries. <laughs> he's like the guy. Yes, that that's the guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's him. He's, he seems yeah. awesome. Although he does. EHX has disappointed me recently because the as nice as their pedals sound, their build quality is pretty oh, bad. Oh yeah, they always break. Their switches <laughs> always break. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I do love. The, I d- they've love got their the pedals. Though. They've got the switches now that don't click. You know, just the, oh, that's better. And, and those Probably ones, better. they seem to have rectified that situation. Okay, that's good. Maybe a lot of people complained. Mm-hmm. Because their thing is their pedals are really nice. I just their build quality at at for a time was not so great, and I got a Dude, lot of those they, from those period. They always, they always, yeah, they die. always break. Like, yeah. <laughs> all my favorite EHX pedals have broke. I had like a really cool delay, called a mm-hmm. Memory Boy Deluxe. That was oh, one of my yes. favorite pedals. That thing's also fucked. And then uh, obviously the ring thing, which I absolutely loved. You also you had one of the chorus ones. What is it? A small stone. Yes, that that mm. I think I can get fixed. I'm gonna take it to a gentleman here in Cape Town, um, who I think can probably. I think the switch is just broken, and then it has one of those like headphone jack power inputs, which is really annoying. To, <laughs> yeah. To use. No, that's why the fuck. And like what? And they're like, it's like fifty mm-hmm. rand to replace that. So I think I'm just gonna get that sorted. And because yeah, I did yeah. that to my, I get fixed my big muff. Yeah, I I, I modded that. Well, the, the the kind man model model. Who's this me. man? Share share I'm this not, wisdom. I don't know. Is he is he not a public fixer? No, of, not of that I pills? know of. No, and okay, I feel no, then, so ashamed to then. say that I've actually forgotten his name. Um, but I know that he he he. If you take your pedal to Gear Junkie, uh, he because I didn't really interact with him directly. I mostly interact. Okay, with, uh, you just leave it at the counter. The 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 wonderful people at gear junkie and yeah you gear junkie are cool they sell very cool yeah. stuff didn't you get your one guitar from them that yamaha yeah i have a i have a yellow yamaha that looks like a yeah. a strange drop of honey or something it's it uh, just looks like it's coming a yellow teardrop like fucking full metal alchemist or something <laughs> i don't know yeah it looks a bit like an axe or like a sword it or does something. yeah it's the, the, but like, like a very the, goofy one an animated one yeah yeah that's very Maybe yeah, something very that like the gazelle. bubblegum people what are they the candy people in uh, yeah they would Adventure play time. Advent- i would it's a, i would i would honestly it has doing it for recording it has probably the nicest distortion tone Dude, dude very, I, like, I have bitey. I have recorded with that guitar. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's 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 a, it's, a, it's very nice. It's it got like fantastic. microphonic pickups. So mm. you oh hello, <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry yeah, joining my dogs. in. On <laughs> no, it's fine. They the must, I feel like they mm. would have great opinions. To be honest, <laughs> um, I yeah, you can shout into the pickups on that guitar and it. Um, you can hear it to the amp pretty well. It's quite cool. It feedbacks it's a, very, a lot. Very, very cool guitar. But yeah, what? Very, what? Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. what were you gonna say? I feel like we what? got a bit sidetracked, but yeah, we did indeed. No, I'm no, trying no, to like I feel figure like we got out. A bit I have sidetracked from pedals. I have some questions here. I'm just like, what the fuck? Where am I? Oh, you. <laughs> you can. We can do oh. like a speed run of the questions if you want. <laughs> okay, cool. We can do a, a speed run. That's up to Favorite you. Favorite guitar? I think we've covered that. Would you say your SG? 
my SG for sure, hands down. And Dude. and not many other people like it. Most people who played it are like, nah. Dude, like not I said, thing, if I had to pick strange. a favorite electric guitar, it would be that same SG. I don't know what it is about yeah. it. You know what I else was, it I is really about like- it? It sounds amazing. Like, man, like... Yeah, the it sound just sounds great. so yeah. good. It has really nice pickups. Flipping it came out. like that and, as well, which is crazy. And, like I would never and, change a thing about it. No, no. And paired with your your hot rod, your Fender hot rod amp, it's just mm-hmm. like perfect. The mm-hmm. perfect pairing. Those are the best. I think. Those are the best amps. Yeah. The only problem with them is that they have a shit volume control. <laughs> it's just immediately but loud. They're the best amps. <laughs> yeah. It's like no yeah. volume. But and that's also like what makes it one so and good. A half. It's just blasting. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. Al- I mean, it's always I present, which is good. Thing. Oh yes, no, it certainly is. Yeah. I'm not gonna ask where it I, is. I heard that. I've heard that the reason why, and I don't know, can't remember who told me this. Maybe you told me this, but. Um, no, the reason why is because of that dude. guy Dick Dale. <laughs> oh no! So I didn't, apparently, I didn't tell you this. this is. Mm. I heard this from someone or somewhere. I can't remember, and I don't know how true it is. But apparently, Dick Dale would play so loudly on the amps, or like crank it, and all like play so hard too that he would blow a lot of the amps he used. So Fender like specifically made the amp for like these kinds of amps for him to not like so they didn't break but they were also like oppressively loud and i think that's where they like why fender amps are so like boost loud like Just so insane. like intensely voluminous yeah even yeah. even the twin reverbs i've messed with are also very loud i think but it's yeah. because they were like such um sort of tri- like i mean i don't know trailblazer is the right word but they were at the fore of making ampli- yeah, they amplification were in the 60s in america yeah you know like marshall and them yeah all the UK. yeah but and then mm-hmm. you know with the whole beatlemania thing and everything suddenly like audiences and even before beatlemania you know elvis and r&b and chuck berry and all of those yeah. guys like audiences started becoming a lot louder and i think venues didn't really have pa systems so you needed yeah. amps that would be loud enough to you know uh, be heard over the totally sounds of a screaming crowd and so you got these like insane yeah 100 watt um tube amps back then which are just like ludicrously now and you know it's like a weird thing now i think with a lot of bands that tour you know or people i know who like go and are going to go and play at like oppie copy or some festival like that Mm. And they sort of expect that you need like a wall of amps, but <laughs> with modern <No>. PA systems, <laughs> the sound system like, has gotten so good. Yeah, yeah, like like you don't actually you use need a, a cube, big amp, really. but you can. Yeah, you could use a no, cube. Not you at could all. Use... A lot of huh? yeah, yeah, a lot of very big bands use like amp sims, like those like uh, yeah, what are the amp- and... what are those things called? Campers. Yeah, a lot of those use yeah, that. XFS in like very big, but like a lot of like smaller like alternate bands still use amps and like um yeah dude and like the live like and i feel like there's a variable with those amps that you can't quite get with an amp sim to be honest like they can sound a certain way in a space that's maybe not the best but is better if that makes sense i I like i like i like yeah i'm not a huge fan of like amp sim sim stuff yeah i I think it's valid and i think it sounds great but 
Like, yeah. exactly. Like, if I was a professional but I musician... Wouldn't, it's just my preferences. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're, like, a professional musician who tours and gigs every night, I think a profiler or, you know, an ampsum is a lot more reliable mm. than, like, an old tube amp or something Definitely, like that. But I think if, at the if you're same really time, rich, if you, <laughs> you can lug, yeah, like, insane tube amps with you. But You yeah. can... From, what I've heard about hot rods, though, at least, um, is that because they're basically the same size as like a camper rig you would take, like they're oh, not yeah. that big, um, and also they're very easy to fix. They're very easy to find parts for. That's what I've heard as well. Mm. Like I've seen Built speakers road, on, going on sale for them, and like yeah, they're like they're very easily fixable, which is and I I would I would trust one of those on tour, and I have, and it's never actually let me down. Um, no, it's dude. Always, even like, when it's like not at perfect health, it's always just going. <laughs> it's like I know, it doesn't like stop. I've heard that thing crackling and doing all whatever, and we fucking yeah, just recorded it goes, it with, with those like <laughs> we were like, yeah. it's it's it sounds it a little goes. bit fucked, but let's let's do this. Yeah, look, it's <laughs> not consistent, but that's kind of yeah. why I like it to be honest. <laughs> but I mean, that is the charm, like with old gear, you know, like it is nice yeah. to hear those sorts of pops and. Like you said, like the tone itself. Or used it, gear, yeah. It just has a particular character that an Ampsum doesn't quite yeah. hit. It, but, it you know, has like, a like, yeah. unpredictable variable that I love. Mm. <laughs> I think if you're in like a big band, you know, with lots of other members and there's lots of layers, I mean, like what if, you know, an Ampsum. Maybe it's better, yeah. Are, I, are I people going to hear the intricacies of the tune? No, they won't care, no. But, but if, anyway... If, yeah. yeah sorry absolutely if... no you're you're absolutely right i i i if i if i was in that situation i would probably just use an amsim let's be like oh it doesn't matter like it's if it's not the core of this <laughs> of the band then it doesn't matter absolutely if you're like yeah. playing in a big band for sure <clears throat> but i guess you know everyone's got their own tastes but um True. Yeah, let's so so what music are you currently listening to cam like right now <laughs> a lot of pop music. here and now but how, how a lot, much a lot of pop music <laughs> okay quite a lot Th- throw throw some names um i i'm actually lately i've been very bad at listening to music to be honest um i haven't like gone down any specific rabbit holes or anything sometimes i literally mm-hmm. just let the youtube like random like algorithm it. playlist take you, me you know my taste um, youtube yeah, because I've clicked on something and it'll play me like, um, <laughs> okay, Radiohead's become one of my favorite bands ever. I love, mm. absolutely love Radiohead. Um, I've been enjoying a lot of electronic music lately, especially, like, more than anything. It's what excites me the most. Like, I've kind of gravitated away from guitar music a lot, mm. but I still do listen to it. I love, there's a band, British band called Squid at, is at, at the moment that is, I, f- I think, it's great and they they have guitars in their band but and the guitar playing in their band is actually really great it's very intricate and like but not showy it's all very like Mm. i don't know how to describe it it's just really great um i listen (laughs) dude that's some good recommendations right there to be honest i'm gonna check the squid band out i don't know them squid is great they're from england they're from like yeah kind of the same scene as like black medieval uh, black country new road but okay they're they're like my favorite yeah. of of the three for sure because they've got 
I think it's because the drums are mixed so well in their recordings. <laughs> and, like, it's very drivey and it's very, like, yeah. groovy. And there's, like, jazz elements in it and noise elements and, like, electronic elements. And I'm it's hard keen, to pin man. down what kind of band they are. Because um, I Very really great. Love... A lot of, like, spoken word yeah. and, sh- and, like... And I think they're signed to Warp. Um, which is like usually okay. they sign electronic it's artists like the, and stuff the like prodigy, that. Prodigy, I think, word one yeah. point with Warp and like Apex Twin. Yes, yeah. yeah. And like, like um, late, Flying Lotus, like I think, releases first even. album or two on. Yeah. So th- that's the kind of band they are, I guess. Okay, um, sick. I'm gonna definitely check them I've out also, because I love yeah, Black I've, Country, New Road. Like, oh, and you, yeah, you, the, you, you introduced me to them. Oh yeah, that, they're a great band, but yeah squid is squid is great also i was i got back into listening to waves <laughs> really great do you know that band Dude. it's like a it's like a yeah it's like a surf punk band but like it's like i don't know the songwriting's really is it good with the two v's know. yeah waves with the two v's i was listening yeah. to waves a bit recently because in, in the flat i'm living in with the acacia and basti there we for some reason one day someone put on i think the album king of the beach and there's like a very filthy and but very like well-written songs and like it's super solid album and i yeah i was listening to waves a bit i i list i love like um bjork i listen to a lot of bjork mm. <laughs> i know my, you like yeah <laughs> as just as like an artist as like someone who who makes art or music she's like huge inspiration i love like her mm. like originality and her like creativity and like how everything she makes is just like so unmistakably made by her if that makes sense yes yeah i know so she does. so great visual um, music you can kind of tell yeah. york like on whatever yeah, medium abs- absolutely big mm. fan um Look, I'm also, looking forward to seeing her in the Norseman, or is it the Norseman? Yes, I can't remember that, what it's I'm called. I'm so but, hyped to, for. Yeah, um, very hyped for that. There's a there's a movie that she's in called Dancer in the Dark, which is a very strange movie, and it's kind of like an anti musical, but it's got musical numbers in it, and where she sings, and those songs are really great. It's a really weird, depressing movie filmed on like a handy cam, <laughs> but it's a uh, is a is a is a good movie. Stick it on your to watch list. <laughs> yeah well, that's what i'll do um, anyway because I'm, I'm not like the biggest fan of lars von trier films but that that mm. one oh shit is it a lars really von liked. trier film yeah okay yeah, yeah look um lars von trier i dig but yeah not the biggest fan i think he's like <laughs> i think he's a bit up himself maybe but also he's i think he also overrated well maybe a bit yeah like there are definitely better filmmakers doing that kind of thing um, but I liked that specific movie. Um, what did you say it was called again? Dancer in the Dark. It's a very strange movie. Dancer in the Dark. Okay. It's a very strange yeah. movie. I'll check it out. I'll definitely check very it out. Very sad. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> that's fine with me. Um, okay. I, well, that's... But yeah. Yeah. No, I, carry on. I what are you going to say? I can't think of anything else that I've been listening to that much recently. Um, just like whatever plays... I love, mm. yeah, yeah. Sorry. And, and would you say that oh, that that you're I, into now? Oh yeah, you go. I'll, I'll shout out some artists that I love that have like felt mm. really relevant to me. There's one mm. uh, electronic 
artist called Sophie. Super, super cool. Very visceral, metallic, electronic mm. music. Um, I love... I love one album from Caracara Benito that's super bubblegummy. <laughs> um, and uh, I love um, I love an artist called Filmmaker. They make oh, like yeah. really dirty Columbian. like doom. Yeah, like 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 doom techno. I don't know. How <laughs> yeah, like, I love techno. And also there's 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 Russian. DJ producers called um, Locked Club. They have this one EP. I can't even remember the name of it, but it like kind of changed my life. It's just like four techno songs. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's the kind of stuff I've been like very into, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, And would you say it's far removed from what you listened to when you first started out making music? Totally. Like, in fact, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even touch music like that. But I'm so glad that I've like kind of moved past that because like it's so much more rewarding to experience like music that feels futuristic. I guess I don't know. Well, it dude, feels I remember. Like, uh, strange yeah. and like alien. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, you you want something that's looking forward, like always. I, I yeah, I'm that. not a huge fan of nostalgia. Yeah. No, or I remember, like, and I re- retro I remember, fetishism. Like, I guess. Yeah. And there is, you know, it, it, it is fetishism, a lot of that stuff. But I remember yeah. when we started, like when we first made uh, music together, we were both, we both said like, we don't want to put any kind of constraints yeah. here. Yeah. And we did like, you know, it, it, like we ventured into electronic and stuff. And I feel that there are a lot of bands that do constrain themselves and, um, you know, aren't, aren't so readily embracing um, yeah. know, the potential of new stuff, even if you don't, like, go and make an electronic album. But, like, no. you might be really inspired to create something that's guitar-based from electronic yeah. music. Exactly. I mean, it's, it doesn't have to be made yeah. with a certain type of instrument or anything like that. Like, the band Squid I was describing is very guitar bass it's like some synth mm. on it and like horns but it's like it's made in such a way that's like you know very unique i guess to what guitar music has done before i guess is what i'm yeah black yeah. country new road is also very guitar based very like very much organic so. sounding yeah it's really good but i mean like even just you know for myself personally like i've always been well not always but from about 2008 yeah i became a really big um Felix the band fan and he's yeah. you know, electronic but sometimes when I hear my own music I can hear like <laughs> yeah I'm totally totally ripping off Felix the band here even though it's on a guitar or something like that but yeah. like you know just his sort of approach to composition and that it's yeah. it can be super inspiring it's really yeah, great totally and I think mm-hmm. the thing about uh, the thing about a lot of the music that you make and play, or like the the kind of realm that it comes from, it it's very like sort of timeless. So it's always like so. I know you're influenced by a lot of folk music, but a lot of folk music is like always relevant. It's always like current. It always feels, even, no matter when mm. you hear it, it's always like very impactful. No, oh, it, dude, it I, doesn't. I, I like to think so. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, it's folk it's music different to like it's different to like uh, I don't know. Yeah, it, there's something about it where it feels very like 
it feels like it's almost utilitarian in the way it approaches how it's made and it, it's always like i don't know <laughs> it's always like it always feels genuine and i think that that kind of stands no matter what era it comes from or how it's made do you get what i'm saying yeah no i get what you're saying i think that's like one of the things for myself i think acoustic instrumentation has that quality yeah because it's it's not dependent on the technology of a given time totally yeah so like stuff that gets recorded using digital technology in the 80s you can hear that it's recorded using yes. that technology of that time yes. and even in the 90s like dude i don't know if you ever listen to fucking oasis but like <laughs> if you just <laughs> listen to how like, their guitars and stuff were recorded to me it just sounds like right a studio had just replaced their tape machines with computers and yeah. like the engineers were learning how to like now record yeah. with this medium because it does like it just like the way that the guitars are mixed it's like you know that just that wall of mids that <laughs> <laughs> that you know like digital guitar recording can like yeah. really accentuate on distorted electric guitars like they yeah. haven't figured out how to like capture a room sound you know it, totally, it, it sounds yeah. very digital and and stuff like that but um yeah but it's interesting like how how the technology does also shape it because sometimes then you end up chasing it you know like people who want to make music that sounds like it's from the 80s now um and want that sort of 80s yeah. pop tone um it it becomes a characteristic so yeah it's 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 all interesting but um let's talk yeah. rather about about your stuff what's what you got lined up next have you got anything uh, in the pipeline new albums dropping um, tours planned yes. lay it all on us cameron so um i have a taekwondo like ep thing slash album it's probably gonna be quite short um that we have i think like four or five songs finally. for <laughs> yeah i just we need to do a bit of vocals and then it'll be finished and some mixing and then I have a full album of I've been making electronic music um, as Heat Death and that I'm going to put out soon. I have two videos um, that I'm going to put out, I think, hopefully next week with songs. I'm, yeah, I've been busy the past few weeks, so I have I was, was supposed to do it sooner, but it's fine. And I'm going to put out no, one dude. more video and then I'll put out the whole album and then another video after that. And then I'll start making some new stuff. <laughs> Hopefully within like a two month to three month period. Yeah. So and like then, when um, you're going, yeah. There is, yeah, there's also, yeah. Besides that, I think with other bands I'm playing in, I think we're just going to start like writing new songs to then record. Or like, I think with Slump, we're going to start recording the songs that we've already written. I think we have like seven or six songs that like I'm really stoked on. I'd love to record. And Sebastian and myself have lots of experience recording and knowledge, especially Sebastian. And hopefully we can make it sound sound very good. I hope. <laughs> I don't know. I but mean, other than I that, no yeah, doubt. Not, much, not much else. <clears throat> oh yes. No doubt. Also we we have we have an e we have a four song EP <laughs> that we <we're> <laughs> Dude, one day, one day that one 
<laughs> finally it'll come no you know what it's like basically mm. finished it literally just needs to be mixed i don't know why i'm sleeping on it i'm sorry duncan no dude, um, there's i have no, been very no busy. pressure i'm sorry about that. there's no no yeah, pressure that 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 side. that's actually a great ep that's actually a yeah great dude EP. let's let's really finish it up so that there. we can start something new i agree no pressure though like... i'm not i'm <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea if you said like very cr- like disgusting guitar over like disgusting like fat like di- like like distorted Digital drum beats, beats. Or, like yeah. electronic beats yeah <laughs> yeah That's, I'm very I, keen I love for that the, as well. the like I love the idea of this I'm very very excited um, anyway. also but it's but but people will but get a taste of those disgusting beats soon though with heat death ah the one track that's already yeah. out is pretty fucking gnarly got a very very yeah that's yeah crushed that one is, drum beat i'm so the next two i'm putting out are kind of like that and then the one after mm. that is very different it's very it's a lot more mellow and then it, it i would like i like to think that everything on on that collection of songs is pretty varied ish um but yeah i don't know what i'm well, gonna do after that um i have some ideas but i want to record <laughs> new sounds and then use them to make music like random okay. things like hitting like boxes samples. or walls or mm. fruit yes <laughs> fruit. hitting windows yeah lovely it's hitting fruit hitting S- smashing windows making noises even. with objects <laughs> that could be cool i need to find glass to smash in a safe find some space f- yes i don't want to hurt safe, anybody or leave secure, any danger w- wear shoes and yes glasses yes safety first exactly <laughs> <laughs> or yeah like or, i don't, I don't wanna... know i mean i'm sure at a gig you'll find people breaking bottles or something and you can yeah i need <laughs> i'd really want to get like a zoom like a zoo a oh portal, those handhelds just like to keep uh, yeah, yeah like a small one just like to take with me everywhere like no matter like no matter where i am it's gonna mm. be like in my car or something and that's just always there yeah. so if like i can be like oh my gosh i'm hearing this noise i'd get it and then i need this but, noise um, and there's some pretty cheapish ones yeah there's some pretty, pretty cool to get inspired ones. by those sort of day-to-day sounds yeah and, and that I I tried to them. record a lot of the dr- most a lot of the drum sounds on um that the heat death stuff I've done recently is made from stuff like that and also recording the drum kit I have like each mm. part and then constructing like drums out of that like sequenced I yeah. love sequencing drums I love sequences yeah <laughs> I love how like rigid it is but then also finding the swing in it with the like the loosely recorded sample yeah that's really great I love doing that it's a fine balance to to find that swing yeah um yeah oh shit dude what what do you get what you're gonna call the heat death album uh i think things found in corners things Very found in corners yeah i think so i i, I like that an appropriate uh, reference to the samples exactly as well you know like hitting pots yeah. and shit to make beats and stuff that, like that that's that's kind of the idea yeah and also i guess mm. to like yeah i don't know like the like i think I suppose the yeah. the emotional <laughs> the emotional expression so. as well in the corners yeah, of one's like soul what, <laughs> yeah for sure exactly uh i don't know okay. that just felt right and like it felt non not too serious as well not too like like 
I don't know, one word sort of, it felt like very, it feels appropriately sort of, um, yeah. Uh, Having, having heard, you know, probably like an earlier mix Uh, of, of it. I think it's a very suitable time. It hasn't changed too much since what I've once. Oh, is it? It hasn't changed too much since, since, since what I've sent you yet. No, I think maybe just the masters have changed. Like the, they're sounding a bit more like wider and like, okay. But maybe a little like, got that stereo, a little like crisper. Yeah. That's more like depth. That's what I've been trying at least. And I've been learning. It's what the people want, Cam. It's what the people want. Oh, we'll <laughs> see if they they want it or not. <laughs> I think they'll be stoked. And uh, the Taekwondo EP is, is it an EP or an album yes. or one of those in between? It's probably like an EP because it's quite short. I wish we could have done more, but it's hard. The limitations, but I think short yeah. is better. Honestly, with that band, like I think any longer and it might be unbearable. <laughs> well, is, is, it, is it like? But what, I'm, like I'm very minutes? stoked about. Well, yeah, I guess it'll probably end up being like 20, 25 minutes. Um, okay, nice. Um, all the that's songs fairly, on there, I'm that, actually really stoked with how they came out. That's sufficiently very, like, juicy. Yeah, I think that's good. I think that's perfect for the kind of band it is. Um, not too long, mm. not too... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not too, oh, too much um, abuse, audio And abuse. does it have a title? I don't think so. No, I think Evan came up with one, but I can't remember what he said, and I remember liking it a lot. But um, the the artwork's all gonna be like Evan's photographs and stuff, all the black and white oh, photography cool. he's done. Yeah, which is I've actually been. I think captures a lot of what the feeling of the yeah the sound and stuff. I, I, I was thinking of asking him if I could get in on some of that sweet artwork of his for one of my yeah. Uh, I think he'd love as well. I think he would. Uh, I think he, he would. He does seem open to yes. the idea, at the very least. Yeah. <laughs> so it should work out. But yeah. But um, I suppose one last one last question is if you yes. could recommend just one song that you created or that you were part of the creation of to play someone who had never heard any of your music before, what song would it be? Um, that's a very hard question. I guess it would depend on the person and on what I think they might enjoy. And it's such a weird thing to think because, like, once I've put out music and I really like like to think about who's gonna listen to it and how they're gonna. Obviously, I'm gonna think about it, but I'm, I'm always like, oh, because I always think it always sounds kind of bad. So it's like, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that's such a. That's a very hard question. Kay. Let me just think about it for a second. Pro- profile f- is someone who digs, is is interested in guitar music, uh, but probably but no. Yeah, no, okay. no other criteria. Okay. Probably Umklebi Tree, even though I, I oh, don't shit. play any guitar okay. in that song. <laughs> <laughs> Just because, well, like, enough, man. as a song, for some, I guess also what I'd want someone to listen to, thing something I've made, is probably the electronic music I've just put out. That once, okay, I'd, that's also one thing I could think of. But I have to has to be one, right? 
If, if they like it guitar music, then okay. Okay. I'm I'm between so Flavie Tree. Flavie Tree. Cool. cool. One one that you are playing guitar on though. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, actually, I know. Is a song called um. I think it's called Seven Devils, which is a stupid. No, 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 it's no, no, no. What's it called? It's called Daily. Daily Voices. Daily Voices. Jeez, Cameron, that learn song. the names of your own songs. Sorry. God damn it! Do you know? Do you know that song? <laughs> that's like. I do. That's, that, it's a very cool song. That's one of my favorite songs I've written on a guitar. It's in seven eighths. I was um, about to say, like, and I really did, like did your drumming. How it came out. Did your drumming, your 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 sort of venturing into drums as almost your primary instrument, influence the writing of that song, or was it actually written no. before? No, kind of, I'd been playing drums for like a long time, even mm. on the side of playing guitar. I was just like kind of bad at it. And then like over time, I got slightly better. But um, I think at that time I was just getting into like doing like odd time signatures. And there's something about the melodies in that song that I really like. And also the recording came out quite well whenever I hear it. It's like, oh, this is pretty good. Mm. So I would have to say yeah, Daily Voices is a song. Okay, daily, it's daily a very voices. weird song. It's a very strange song, but it's like one of uh, my favorite songs I've written. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It probably is weird. I, I, I think of it as like a really like... Um, like a really solid track on your guys on the last Black Math album. Thank you. Um, That's probably. My I really like how one. it goes so like seamlessly from that seven eight into four yeah. four like like and back and forth like without. Yeah. I also like, like as that a listener, lot. you don't actually notice it. Like I yeah, remember I, when I would you told so. me it was in <laughs> seven eight, I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, but it's I would so hope easy so. to like listen to and enjoy and then i went and i listened to it and i was like wow it is actually this is seven yeah. eight and i and it's interesting that because i feel like weird time signatures become something that i don't know like i think with like the last tool album that came out <laughs> i remember people were like oh my god they wrote this song called tempest and it's in seven eight and i was just like what the there's a lot of songs seven, in seven eight though. there's so many songs in seven like, <laughs> like half um, of king gizzard's catalog is in yeah. seven like <laughs> also the song the song money by pink floyd is in yes, either yeah, seven that's... four or seven eight and that's like you don't really notice it either yeah it's seven eight yeah yeah i or i think it is yeah i i I don't know if seven four is right to i don't i'm 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 not (laughs) my music theory is so bad like mine is probably worse so but but i know it's in (laughs) yeah but but you're right it is in seven and then it also goes into four four like Mm, pretty seamlessly solo yeah, yeah, very much so. It's you don't notice it good, changing, actually. Yeah, it's a very good comparative point. Yeah. Um, That's it's the same honestly, with Daily Voices. One of my favorite mm. albums is Dark Side of the Moon. I really like that album. Fair enough, Cameron. Fair enough. It is a flipping yeah. fantastic album. I cry um, every time. <laughs> that is absolutely to be expected. Which points, if I may ask, or does uh, it change? When he talks about... Um, fuck! I don't know the song name so well because it kind of just flows into itself. Mm, yeah, the like one great gig in the music. sky is one part that uh, always gets yeah. me, and then also the part where he's talking about like um, um, holding on in quiet desperation. I also really like that part. 
Oh, I don't I know think why. that's breathe. Yeah. Yes. Is it? Yeah. No, yeah. it's time. It's time. Oh, it's time. Yeah. See, I don't time, know the names yeah. of the songs because whenever Dude, I listen yeah. to it. I always listen to it all the way through. It's all, yeah, all kind of like. But yeah, dude, great gig in the sky for me is like the climax of that record. It's so amazing. And then Um, I also like "Any Color You Like" is a really great song. Just as like yes, the synth. That's a really interesting exploration of synthesis. Yeah. Um, That one doesn't sound dated as well. Interesting. No, it sounds like it was recorded yesterday. It sounds very yeah, good. They, to, to be like Pink Floyd, like they were serious masters of the studio. Like totally. I don't know. I, I think know from that point, it. especially that, yeah. that, that album kind of marked and like, even, I'm not even a, a couple before metal. No, true. Amazing. But it was like, Adam to me, Mother. yeah, to mm. me that, that album is, is peak though. That's like yeah. where they peaked. And then I really like that one. Um, I because like the wall is cool, but it's like it, I Jeez, feel like it's no, too dude. long. <laughs> it's, it's meandering. <laughs> it's got some horrific moments as well, in yeah. my opinion. But it's it's like, supposed to go with a movie, though. It feels like something's missing dude, when you listen to it. Have you yeah. watched the movie? <laughs> no, I would, I say would the like movie to. Though. Only makes it way worse. Oh. <laughs> like, I've heard this is things. my view. Uh, oh that's dude, like that's it you know me I, I i tend to have quite strong opinions on these sorts of things but no but i i, I can see why someone movie. would feel that way i didn't dig the movie i don't yeah, yeah. i also just don't like um, i can't say i actually how, haven't seen it in full length. how much roger waters sings on the wall i know that's the horrible he's thing no to to he's roger an incredible waters, but lyricist but he's not the best singer man. i will have to yeah. i'll have to admit that um, he does a it, good job but not like he's not as good as like david gilmore no dude like and and in particular on the song hey you on the wall which is like a really great song and david gilmore sings it so brilliantly and then randomly like the last verse roger waters comes like yeah howling in like it's just it's just it just takes me out of the song every time it's like uh, what I happened understand. to david gilmore's lovely voice and why is there like <laughs> an angry old uh, lady shouting at me <laughs> because to me when when he gets like his volume up he sounds like an angry like I don't know, like a matron, you know. <laughs> yeah, totally. I get what you're saying. I guess when, the last time, Sorry, no, no, Roger the, Waters. no, he'll uh, never hear this. <laughs> no, he'll. <laughs> I guess like uh, he, because whenever when I heard that, it it sounded fine to me. Because I guess like mm. it was it was so weird already that like anything that entered into it that was like maybe a bit jarring. Because I also I think I, I'm a lot more ready. To, and like willing to like take in music that feels quite jarring or like that that is like kind of all over the place like i don't mind it fair so much. enough i guess like fair the, enough cameron yeah, <laughs> it depends it really depends so i guess i mm. I, I didn't notice that as much <laughs> but yeah i i do agree i do agree he's not like the best singer but i mean yeah. neither was neither was like you know there were a lot of people who are great like singer like they have sung great amazing songs but they're not like the best mm. singers and i just feel like roger waters doesn't play to the strengths of his voice it always sounds like he's straining it you know yeah it's just like I think, do you just like drop it like a couple of tones and you're yeah. sitting pretty like, fair fair yeah i think 
when someone starts venturing into singing, that's something that a mistake that like maybe people make. I don't know. Oh, dude, yeah. I Look, mean, and also, I'm not a good singer at all. Like, uh, I, no, I think I, you're pretty I, good. I, I am in no position to be ragging on Roger fucking Waters, but uh, I'll do it anyway. He's he's <laughs> he's still a, a great songwriter. No, he is. He is, and he seems like a really good person as well. Like, yeah, he um, does in in the stuff that he does. So. Yeah, shout out to Roger Waters. Good work, good work. <laughs> also, I, I, I do really like time. David Gilmour's guitar playing because he's not flashy. Dude, he is He's not amazing. too flashy and he sustains really well and he he's very melodic and he knows when to like play. It's not like over the top. Like I've, I've never he, been a fan of those, of the kinds of guitarists where they're like, like all over yeah, the place no. and like, it's just like flash Same. for the sake of it. And uh, yeah yeah no, i mean maybe David at one Gilmore. point i was impressed by that but i like the way he plays he is like just a f- absolute master of like also, an ambient solo it's just yeah he it's he, he uses like delay and reverb and, super well and and, and on acoustic guitar dude like the solos he plays on acoustic guitar are just like mind-blowing i mean like wish you yeah. were here and stuff it's just like i don't yeah. know he is he's He's one of the best um, to ever. Yeah, he's great. Also, in the there's six strings. Apparently, a lot of people have clowned on this guitarist, but um, I, I'm actually a really big fan of his playing style, and I, I was kind of shocked to find out that, <laughs> like, some people say he wasn't great. It's the guitarist from the Doors. <laughs> what Robbie Krieger? He's a great yeah, guitarist, he's a really, man. Yeah, I've. I th- I thought so too. I found like I love the way Dude. he played like lead lines and stuff. Also very like yeah. melodic and like the way he like, used slide was super interesting. Man, um, like some of his really um, great guitar player. Some of his riffs are hectic, dude. Break on through to the yeah. other side. It's got like a really quite a quite a complicated guitar riff actually. Like, yeah, like totally. In, in the chorus like um no, dude, he's a great guitar player. He, he really I also and I think he so. played an SG as well. He did, yeah. Which is cool. <laughs> shout out. Did, yeah. Shout out to all the SG players. For me, <laughs> SG is always like Tony Iommi was the guy. Oh, of course. That that yeah. um, very influential um, for me, I would say. Even though I haven't, I haven't spoken much about Sabbath. But like initially, yeah, super influential the way he played riffs and stuff. It's like really... Very I mean, for cool. most people playing very riff-heavy music... I feel like they owe something. Oh, dude, to yeah, you definitely have and gone through a Sabbath phase at the very least. Because yeah. <laughs> honestly, anyway, yeah, no, no, you go honestly. No, honestly, some bomb. of the best riffs ever made. Ad- admittedly, if you were to just take the riffs out of context on their own in those in Sabbath songs, they're like fucking. They're really good riffs. Yeah, dude, the first four <laughs> albums, it's just like... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they stole all the best riffs. Like, yeah. Well, they didn't actually no, steal them. I'm like, no, they didn't steal. Jokes. They, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah the, the, as the years go by, the, the mm. more and more I, I sort of like... I don't enjoy Zeppelin as much as I once did when I was much younger. And I, I don't know, yeah, they've kind of fallen out of favor with me. I still think John Bonham is a great, great drummer, but mm. yeah, they've John Paul Jones also great bassist yeah, and great. I mean, they're all very all good, but yeah, they're all they, very, very good. 
But uh, yeah, but, yeah I, I don't know. I tend to agree with you though. Like I dig Zeppelin, but they're not. They're not like. Yeah, I think that they're kind of overrated. Um, yeah, the and more I also as do he is think gone, that like that the, like you know often the musical thievery thing is something that like you know when other artists get accused of it i'm just like ah you know whatever but with, with Led Zeppelin, it it is, it, it's so ridiculous it's like ludicrous the amount of stuff they stole yeah. you know like dazed and confused and yeah black waterside and like all of that stuff you know yeah but, i've um, done it a few times yeah i think there's like 20 examples or something but um that's okay that's okay I still, like, all of that being said, in, like, a song like the song Rock and Roll by Led Zeppelin. Yeah. um, Yeah, like, in my time of dying or something comes on, I will definitely be down. Like, I I love it. I really like it. It's so um, great. Yeah, when the levee breaks is very cool. Mostly just for the drums, to be honest. I was about to say, like, and not even the drumming, but the drum sound is so crazy on that song. I mean, everybody's, everybody's Mm. been trying to like rip it ever since or like take it or replicate it. Yeah, those massive drums. Yeah, in the stairwell. Sounds great. Also, um, I really like Achilles Last Stand is a cool song. (laughs) Mm. I like their more like proggy sounding songs. (laughs) Yeah. The and stuff I like they actually um, wrote. <laughs> yeah, also like yeah. Uh, there's a few other. I really songs dig I just the album "Physical Graffiti." That's I don't know it super well. I probably know one. a song or, or I knew a, I know a song or two off there, but yeah, it's got in my time of dying, uh, custard pie. What's that song? In the light. Uh, what's that one? Like four years gone. Yeah. some number of years gone which is like maybe my <laughs> favorite led zeppelin song yeah and then it's also just got like a rad track called boogie with stew which is oh like that one is cool song. i know that one yeah I think, i'm pretty sure there's, there's um, good I'm not stuff super there familiar. there's no, I, anyway. I also like yeah, houses the holy there were some decent ones on there i'm surprised dude yeah. what's What's that like reggae song on Houses of the Holy? You know that, you know the one. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm wondering if they stole that too, or if if they were stolen from. Dude, they probably <laughs> they probably heard it like on a beach in Jamaica or something. Yeah, some some guy. <laughs> it's probably maybe, I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, but. Sorry, we digress. The reason why I wanted yes. you to pick a song was just like legitimately purely so that we can close the show with that song. So oh, that song. Oh, okay. But but the end, we'll we'll play "Daily Voices" by Black Math. Uh, but yeah, Cameron, thank you so much for coming on here. That's a I pleasure. Know the conversation was sort of a little bit meandering and all over the place. That's okay. As, as, it, we- as it always is when we talk. <laughs> but but I really I really appreciate you taking the time and I think that there were some interesting insights mm-hmm. and yeah thank you thank you oh, for thank your you music. Duncan thank it's you a pleasure it is a pleasure and I will see you soon fairly okay. well all bye <laughs>